starting? <laughs> yeah. I'm Christy. I'm Karen. And welcome to the, the Modern, Modern Principle Podcast. Podcast. We're just talking. We tried to record an <laughs> intro for the Modern Principle Podcast, and it is so corny and so bad, and we were both like, we can't ever let this out to public. Well, <laughs> if we're being real... I didn't really know what was bad about it. Like, I could tell that I was reading Christy's face, and she did not like it. And so then I was like, oh, I have to hate this, too. (laughs) And I don't really know why I have to hate this. So I'm not really going to be good about what we need to do differently. Well, and then you were like, so, like, what did you have in mind? And I was like, well, you know, like, Barack Obama's podcast. I haven't listened. (laughs) And then she said they did, like, a different... The intro is, like, very different than the banter that they have in the podcast part. Well, our intro was very different, so she won't let it see the light of day. Hey, this does remind me of something educational. What? Because I was reading, I'm reading this book by, um, I don't remember the name of it, so I'm not even going to tell you, but that'll drive Christy crazy because I'm not citing my story. (laughs) But um, it talked about um, how it's really hard when you paint the anti of what you're trying to create in schools, and you really have to paint the positive. Like. So right now, what Christy's doing is telling me that she's against the intro we did, <laughs> but I don't have the vision of what we're aiming for. I just know what we shouldn't do, like the okay. same thing we just did. True, true. So I will, <laughs> I'll start to try to paint the picture. I'll try to find some good intros. If you know of anyone who has a great podcast intro, Anyways, know. there's a tip for you guys to take into the office. If you want to get people, it you is. have to tell them what they're working for, not what you guys are against. You, like, we started in hot with the advice today. Good job. <laughs> Don't move your body. We're staying close to the mics. I know. We've noticed that we've had some inconsistencies in our sound. Even while moving to our sweet new studio. Yes. So stu, 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 studio. So we're just sitting as still as we possibly can <laughs> so that our It's going to help with our banter. Yes. So that our faces are the exact same distance from the mic the whole time. Okay. So for anyone that's new to this pod, we should probably, since we don't have an actual recorded intro, we we'll give you a sweet little hot take. We're both elementary principals, and on this podcast, we like to dive into different scenarios that you guys can submit on our website, and we like to tackle it from three different angles. We'll get into that more later, but first, we'll do some witty banter to start. I thought that was our witty banter. (laughs) How was your week? (laughs) I had a really cute little guy. He's on a, um, a point sheet. And he had a really good day. His teacher and his teacher, like his check-in teacher both told me that. And I saw him and I was like, hey, bud, I heard you had a really good day yesterday. And he goes, he just stands there, like just staring at me. And I was like, you had a really good day yesterday? And he uh-huh. goes, what do you mean? And I was like, on your point sheet, like you ha- you met your goal. And he goes, oh, oh yeah, I did. I did do a good job. <laughs> oh, so sweet. I love that. And for everyone watching, not watching our Instagram, Christy now has a finished kitchen, so that has I to do. feel good. It does in feel your really good. Personal life. You should. I mean, it's your procedures, and no, they're not procedures at home, but you know what I mean. Let's like, hope you don't call re- them procedures. Yeah, your routines. <laughs> your routines at home. I did not realize how dependent on a kitchen they were. Yes, and we both had pretty whirlwind weeks that we will dissect over time, and we're not quite ready to dissect either of those whirlwind weeks on this pod. (laughs) We'll just say we made it to Friday, and we both were in bed by probably 7 o'clock. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I was for sure asleep by 7.30. Mm -hmm, For sure. So we are ready to dive into this week's super um, interesting scenario. We always like when people submit real scenarios to us, so thank you for those of you that do. Yes, so this week we have a scenario from Cammie. 
Hey, Cammie. We always use fake names. Mm -hmm. Um, And she says, I am an AP at an elementary school. I've built connections with students, staff, and families. The problem is the principal and academic coach have a very strong relationship, which puts me in an awkward situation. Not only do lines get crossed, but oftentimes I'm left out of important discussions. Any advice? No, Cammie, we're sorry. We don't have any advice for you. Thank you for writing. Good luck. (laughs) Just kidding. So we like to tackle that from three different lenses. Scholar. Systems. And soul. So, um. Karen's singing. That's what I do, guys. Um, uh, this one is kind of an interesting one because I feel like there's so much soul. Yes. I'm intrigued. I kind of want the scholar to go first. And it was, I felt like I found my scholarly information, not necessarily from the schools. Um, I, <laughs> my not this place. time, maybe some blogs instead. My favorite place. Um, I did find a really good um, article on weareteachers.com, and it was called How to Supercharge Your Relationship with Your Assistant Principal. And it was by Kelly Birch. And what I thought was really great is that it kind of broke it down into four main things that you could do to increase that relationship and make it better between your principal and your AP. Should we just go through those four? Let's do it. Okay. So the first one was define your administrative expectations. Yes. Which maybe it doesn't sound like this has happened if the principal and what I would assume is more like an instructional coach perhaps or like a Title I reading specialist or something like that. It sounds like the principal... Um, hasn't laid out the expectations for what conversations need to happen with her and what conversations need to happen with the AP and when do you all three need to be meeting together and what are you discussing? What are those roles? Yeah, and I'm sure every principal does it differently, but as an assistant principal, if you're feeling this way, you should advocate to have that conversation. Yes. And I think that um, every coach is probably used differently as well. And so I don't I think that that's just a really, that was part of where my soul was going, too. Because, you know, I don't get these scenarios early. So that's where I was thinking. (laughs) Um, And just being really direct about that and defining that pretty clearly. Because we've also both been in roles where we were administrative interns. And it was pretty clear that, for the most part, that role was student behavior. Mm -hmm. um, Where we tried to, we definitely tried to insert ourselves into academic conversations and professional development um, that role was essentially created for right behavior. behavior. And so if that's the case in, in your situation, that will make a difference on the conversations that you're invited to. Yeah, but of course if you're handling um, teacher supervision and you're having – and the principal and the coach are having conversations about staffing or um, – teacher goals and things you do, you would need to be a part of those. Absolutely. And so the hard part that I hear, Cammie, is that you're feeling kind of frustrated and don't know where to start. And we both advocate over and over, just dare to be direct and have that conversation, hit it head on. So nice to know the research agrees with us. Yes. Um, So the second uh, thing that the article said was be transparent in your communications. Mm. And we've already kind of talked about that. One way to be transparent in your communications would be to start to set up those one-on-ones with you and your principal. And so a system needs to be in place that you know that you get that one-on-one time with your principal every single week or every single day, whatever the two of you feel like is important because if you don't have regularly scheduled time, it's going to be very hard to be transparent and build trust. Yeah, and you know, neither one of us have an AP, so that's kind of why. Uh, <laughs> did you, you want to come work with us? We'll talk to you all the time. All the time. <laughs> um, but you know, I have a counselor that's in my building every day, and I share a social worker with three other buildings. And so 
it was really important for me to put a system in place because their work can overlap. Yes, um, and that's things, a good one. Things can get lost in the shuffle, and I obviously tell my counselor more because I see her every day. So we try to have um, it's set up on our calendars. It's a recurring meeting every other week. We don't cancel them if we have to. If we can't be there, we move it to another time, and so that's really good because we kind of keep a running agenda going before that meeting. Like I just keep it in my plan book of things I mm-hmm. need to make sure I put on that um, communications. And I do the same. I have a weekly meeting with my instructional coach. And I just keep a little notepad to the side as the week goes on and just add things that I want to make sure we talk about. Yeah, that's a really good point. So the third thing, collaborate toward shared school administrative goals. So this is really important because if you have those one-on-ones, if you have that transparent communication, um, then you're going to need to be talking about what are those shared goals. Mm -hmm. And hopefully your administrator has outlined uh, shared goals for you as an AP, for your building as a whole, for his or her leadership and for that academic coach. Yeah, I think that's great. I think it will also help you get to know each other's strengths if you go that way. Um, and I think it, part of what I hear, um, I'm going to put on my psychiatrist hat, psychologist, I'm not a medical doctor, um, is maybe a little bit of feelings are getting in the way of the work. And so one of the things that I reflected on as I was thinking from the soul of it all is that you kind of are going to have to have a hard conversation with yourself as well about um, friendships, Sometimes you just naturally connect with people um, more closely that, uh, in your colleagues than you do others. And that's okay. That doesn't mean that you um, all can't work effectively and have a really strong impact together. So I think at some point you just have to have that conversation with yourself that your feelings are valid, that you're feeling left out. But having those feelings of being left out is going to impact your effectiveness. And so being really direct. It's hard. Yeah, being really direct, but also being okay if your principal might have a closer relationship with the coach as long as you guys are very clear on those non-negotiables of which conversations you're a part of and which you aren't. You may just have to be okay with that, and that's hard. It is hard, and it's not necessarily your job when lines are crossed um, in terms of if that principal's having conversations that she shouldn't with that academic coach. Maybe they are personnel issues or something. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it's probably not the assistant principal's Duty, I don't know. I mean, it just depends on where your relationship's at, I think. Yeah, that's tricky. To have that conversation with your principal. Yeah. So, go ahead. No, I'll let you finish your scholar approach, because then I have a question for you. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, that's a good one. I was done. I was going to move on to the fourth. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. Okay, so the fourth one um, from We Are Teachers is empower your assistant principal. Mm Mm-hmm. What's your question? I'm eager to know. Well, yeah, you didn't really go into that one. Okay, so you want me to talk first. Uh Okay. Okay. So for <laughs> empowering your assistant principal, I think it's a it's a balance of you want to make sure that your assistant principal feels valued and that they have something to contribute, that they're knowledgeable and they're not less than the mm-hmm. principal. Mm-hmm. And as the AP, if you are wanting to move into that principal role, there's also an element that you need to be seeking that information and sharing with your principal that you're wanting it. Um, and so hopefully your principal is... It's like that. What's the word I'm looking for? Symbiotic? Yes, yes. Mm, relationship. <laughs> yes. Yeah, where you both have something to give to one another um, to further the goals of your school and the goals, the professional goals of each other. 
Yeah. Which that could maybe help with some of that tricky communication that you had mentioned of if the principal is overstepping boundaries with sharing information with that coach. Um, that could be an area that you ask, like, mm-hmm. hey, I want to be a principal someday. Can you share with me um, what you share with the coach and what you don't, what's appropriate and what's not? Yeah. I think the other thing to think about before all of these conversations is to this is something that I do a lot, is script out kind of the bullet points you want to hit because it'll be really easy. I can tell there's some feelings involved. And so it might be easy to go emotional as opposed to just being very clear about the advocacy that you're looking for. And so we don't think emotions are bad or that you should leave them out of the conversation by any means. But if you want to leave that meeting feeling like you accomplished something, it'd be really good to go in with a script and kind of an outline to be prepared to have that conversation. I also think it's it's really good to have some like inner dialogue as the AP of of just learning how to be confident in the relationships you do have with the principal and with the coach and putting in some quick wins with both of those um, kind of separately to build the relationship to strengthen the relationship because yes you'll want a relationship as a triangle the three of you but you also will need to have a strong relationship with the coach. You, you and the coach, and you and the principal. So put in some quick wins and devote some relationship time there. Also to keep a journal about oh. how you're feeling right now. And as you move into a head principalship, you won't make some of these same mistakes and you'll make sure that your administrative team is strong no matter what. Yeah, I think that's really important. So the question I was going to ask, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Well, this is kind of similar to when Christy started as an instructional coach. And I was an admin intern because the head principal there and I had actually gotten our principal degree together and we had taught um, as teachers in the same building. And Christy was just becoming a new mom in this role. And so obviously her priorities were a little bit different at that exact moment, right? Isn't that Uh, I didn't have a baby the first year. Oh, you didn't? The second year, yeah. Okay. But no, I definitely thought about this because... Karen and the principal were friends, and they had a history and background and relationship, and I was coming in new, Mm -hmm. Um, and it was difficult. I think it was easier because I didn't have the positional power that, Mm -hmm. you know, the AP had, and so obviously I knew that they had. I was an intern. Well, you know, (laughs) but they could talk about things that the principal couldn't necessarily talk to with me, and I understood that, but it is really tricky, and I don't know that enough principals understand that. When you come into a new building and a new position like a coach or an AP or any of those singular positions Mm -hmm. where you don't come in with a grade level team or a content team, Mm -hmm. it is so lonely. And so while they would be talking behind a closed door, I might, you know, I didn't have anybody to go to lunch with. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. On the, you know, on those professional development days while they were talking staffing or personnel. Um, And so I do, I think it's tricky that, and principals do need to realize that those singletons on your team, you need to help them create a team because it can be very lonely. Yeah. And I think that part of the thing was that Christy would have been welcome in those conversations, but we didn't, we didn't think to have these kind of like direct conversations then. Well, also all three of us were brand we're new. We're brand new. So green. We did not have systems in place no. in terms of this is what we talk about on this day and this meeting. And, and these are our rules of teamwork and these are our rules new. of communication and this new. is how we do it effectively. Um, so basically what you're hearing is Christy was really disgruntled her first year working with me. So we apologize to everyone <laughs> at BRE um, in the year of 2011 that you had to go through all of that. <laughs> No, but it is like, obviously, 
um, relationships can happen before you get there, and they, they they can be different levels, and no one is doing intentional. I mean, we weren't intentionally no. shutting I mean, the door. Only once. I'm just kidding. I mean, I was fine. <laughs> no. I always say, I'm a grown-up. I'm a grown-up. <gasps> no, but it's important to have those. It, it really is important to be direct and have those conversations. So kind of moving into the end. Yeah, we hope that helped, Cammie. Hopefully. <laughs> it's a hard situation. Yeah. The, just the bottom line is always to advocate for what you need and to be really clear about your roles. Okay. So to end, we wanted to share a little story because we're hoping to leave with a little inspiration A each call week. for action. Yes. And so there is an article on ASCD um, called A Matter of Trust, and it's about this whole entire situation of APs and principles. And it's by Maureen Picard-Robbins, and she had actually been worked with three different admin or head mm-hmm. principals as an AP. Okay. And so she shared, my first principal who retired after seven years as our school leader exercised certain rituals and routines and working with her administrative cabinet of four assistant principals. Besides having formalized cabinet meetings, it was our habit at the end of each day to gravitate to Leslie's office to share the day's events. We'd informally discuss particular students and teachers or how an initiative was progressing. Often, there was ice cream in the freezer, salad in the refrigerator, and a Mr. Coffee available to anyone who wanted to brew a pot of joe. But more than that, there was laughter at the conference table. This granted us the gift of perspective as we undertook the daily difficult work of educating middle schoolers. These meetings encouraged our sense of shared experience. The camaraderie helped us come in the next day, ready to do it all over again, as Leslie often said. With this leader, our school maintained an A rating on our New York City report card all four years Leslie was the principal. So we share this story because it is really important if you are a principal out there Mm -hmm. to make sure that you're thinking about this. Yeah, have that sense of camaraderie. Love it. So be thinking through that lens. And who is on your team, like Christy said, that might be in an island? And how can you create this kind of environment for them? I do need to cite my source, and I have it now. Okay, okay. So earlier I talked about um, a book that I've been reading, and I knew I'd butcher the title, so now I have it. Belonging Through a Culture of Dignity, The Keys to Successful Equity Implementation. Told you. It's by Floyd Cobb and Jonathan Crownapple. It's amazing. I love it. We'll talk more about it. (laughs) So as you go into the week, remember that the quality of the relationship between your principal and your AP um, will determine how your school fares, whether there's challenges or successes. um, That relationship is really important, so make sure that it's a priority. Absolutely. Bye, everybody. Oh, don't forget to subscribe. Yeah, subscribe, comment, like, whatever. Follow us on at the Modern Principal on Instagram. Yep. Join Bye. our, visit our website. We need to work on our Okay, we'll do that.